Hello everybody, welcome to Sonic Talk, episode 646, recording today live on Wednesday the 2nd of December 2020, as we head into the Christmas season. Uh, this is a music technology podcast, we talk about all things to do with the uh, technology behind recording, performing, creating, mixing, uh, gosh, distributing, any kind of stuff, software, synthesizers, hardware, whatever it may be, and a few other random choice topics thrown in besides. So, uh, Welcome one and all. Thank you very much for watching us. Uh, we're live on Twitch. We're live on YouTube. We're live on Facebook. Uh, you can see where we all are. Uh, there's also uh, Discord. If you fancy joining us on Discord, bit.ly slash Sonic Discord is where you want to go. And not only that, but we've also got um, our Patreon, which I'll plug now. Uh, so if you wanted to join or, or uh, consider supporting us on Patreon, we are Patreon slash SonicState.com. Uh, there's lots of stuff there. Um, you know, minimum minimum outlay. Uh, we've got plenty of posts, more stuff to come as well. So uh, do head over there if you fancy supporting us. Uh, and for those of the, you already have, much appreciated. We've got a few. Aaron Isgar, Chris Harmson, uh, Gula Laszlo, uh, DH, Kevin Walters, Matt Cox, Kevin Graham, Rory J. Corrigan, Robert Ed Cole, David Ashton, to name but a few of the recent ones. Anyway, thank you very much to all of those people. And uh, we've also got uh, our... Oh, not that one. Our friends <laughs> over at uh, Isotope are offering a discount. Uh, if you want to save 10% on Isotope products, you go to the page isotope.com slash sonic talk enter the code sonic 10 at checkout which is right there to save uh 10 and i'm not sure if that's on top because there are more deals this week so it might actually accrue but i'd have to double check that and you can check it out but yeah you can access all of their goodies and get a special discount by visiting that page oh my, uh, nick that's... sorry to interrupt I d i'm not sure if the stream's working on youtube is it not? Oh, that's a bit disappointing. I, I, I've just refreshed it a few times, and there's a few people mentioning it in the chat, so I just thought I'd stop you there quickly, mate. How fabulously disappointing that is. Let me see why that might be. Uh, ah, right, okay. Maybe I'll turn it off on YouTube. No, it should be. Uh, okay, well, there's not much I can do about that, really, now that we're actually sending data. Let's have a look. Okay, it's one of those like that. You can tell it's a live stream, folks, um, but that doesn't actually seem to be. Ah, oh, here it comes. Live stream isn't available at the moment. Try again. Live streaming isn't available at the moment. Excellent. That's the sort of stuff that you don't really want to hear, isn't it, when you're actually live producing? Ah, oh, okay, I think it's coming up now. Here it comes. Here it comes. Here Excellent come. connection, yep. it says. I'm, I'm just, on. I'm watching it. We're on. Okay, brilliant. Thank you very much for that, Matt. What would I do without you? Oh, by the way, I should, I'm going to say this at the beginning. If you are interested in subscribing to what we do, obviously subscribe to our YouTube channel and ring the bell if you want to get notified of new videos coming up. We've got a bunch of stuff in the pipeline coming up for the Christmas period, uh, including uh, my take on the new Apple M1 uh, Mac Mini and uh, there's an ALM system. There's a whole bunch of stuff besides. Anyway, let's say hello to some people. Yo, Ad Nevo, who's there in Nevo Sound, uh, where he mixes for the uh, the great and the good in popular music as well as uh, develops for waves as many other things. How are you, Yo, Ad? You well? Yeah, I'm doing great. Thank you. Um, my my Nexus expansion uh, just got released on Black Friday, and I'm very proud of it. And it was really fun to make. So, I saw uh, that. I'm yeah, pleased, pleased with that. Yeah, Studio Production One. That's uh, for the and Nexus. It's, apparently, it's doing really well. So, which makes me even more happy. You know, I tried to do something for 
for producers like myself, you know, it's like a studio production toolkit um, was the original title. We shortened it to studio production, but uh, yeah, really pleased with that. I love Nexus. As, as I mentioned a few times, I love this platform and um, yeah. So what did you have to do really that? Happened. Did you create did you create samples or patches? Yeah, I samples or... samples, I sampled loads of stuff, analog synths, guitars, weird instruments like this Chinese weird guitar, weird looking guitar I have um, a lot of percussion stuff like that and then I created the patches because the Nexus is such a plat uh, such a powerful platform that it allows you to really you know, create sonic whatever universes, if you like, and I and I and then I mixed and and uh, manipulated, and there's a lot of hands-on kind of. Um, there's four macros and stuff which are very responsive, so everything wow. is quite fluid. And although it's a, it's a sample-based library, it's still very much kind of a synthesizer. It has a synth feel to it, so. Sounds like yeah. a lot of work, but uh, yeah, it was a lot of work. I started it. I started it um, when lockdown started, and I finished it uh, a couple of months ago. And it was a great. Uh, that was the first one. I'm now working on a few more, three more oh. to be precise, and I'm really enjoying it. Yeah. Cool. Well, glad to be able to uh, let you plug it, and also uh, glad to hear about it. Thank, Thank you very you. much. Um, and we also have Mr. Let's move over to the other side of the pond where we have Mr. Rich Hilton, hiltoniusmusic.com. Uh, Rich, obviously producer, engineer, and live performer with Chic. How are you, sir? Thank you. I'm well. I'm well. Happy to be here and see you guys. Yeah, uh, Matt was asking uh, just before the show whether anybody had updated to Big Sir because uh, I've just reviewed the Mac one. Uh, the Mac Mini M1. God, that's a mouthful, isn't it? That's that's a it's a terrible mouthful. Which you have to have Big Sur on it. You have to have ten. Uh, you have to have point one because it's got the Rosetta two layer and stuff on it. How has your experience been so far? Mixed reviews so far, I think, from some people. Running, I I do a limited number of tasks on it, but everything I'm doing on it works. Um, yeah. There are certain things that aren't compatible that aren't launching properly or something like that. But, but I mean, for things that many things that don't purport to be compatible and for anything that does, it seems to run fine and sound, you know, it operates well. And Good. Glad to hear it. I'm, I'm, I'm going to stay where I am for the time being. Uh, well, I've had yeah. my dose. Of, well, I've had my dose of big, sir, on the uh, M1. If I get an M1, I might consider, uh, well, I'd have to, obviously, if I, then I would be using it, but I'm not sure. It's not my main DAW machine, which is the one that I'm looking at right now, which is running, I think, I don't know, Mojave. <laughs> yeah, I think um, we're on Mojave on, on this laptop. I can't remember now, to be honest. Uh, and I have not... one across the room that's running Catalina. <laughs> yeah, and I've, I've got several computers here that are running ten, ten, uh, Snow Lap, you know, whatever, 10 point, a long way back. Yeah, 10.7, wow. 0.5, in fact. I think all the Mac Minis can't go any higher. Anyway, that's that's by the by. Anyway, lovely to see you, Rich. And um, we also have you. Mr. Matt Hodson, uh, a.k.a. Maths, who's there in Brighton, who is uh, artist, performer, live streamer, educator, uh, media composer, many things. How are you, Matt? Yeah. You well? I'm all right. Do we? right. Isn't it about time we, we came up with, like, a single name? Because 
so many of us these days do so many different things, don't we? You know, live streaming, teaching, composer, producer, engineer, remixer. Do we just need to sort of Come get to with, a point yeah. now where Jack. we can just be called what you know? Just is one word like um, musician, a creative, yeah, a creative. A, I don't know. You know, Media, we need yeah. a name for that. I don't a know. Visionary. I, quite, I, I quite like the idea of having these specifics because otherwise you get into this. It's like calling everything content, isn't it? That doesn't really sort of. I guess so. It feels a bit, a bit rubbish. Yeah, and 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 some people might then start assuming you do some things, and you're like, no, I don't, I don't do that. I don't know how to do that. Um, but yes, I I've been. Uh, I'm all right, thank you. Past couple of nights, I've been live streaming, and Excellent. in fact, I'm going to live stream every evening this week. So I did a track from scratch on Monday. Um, yesterday, I did a live stream where I was using the Doctor A from Audio Thingers. I've oh, talked that about arrived. that before on the show. Yeah, it arrived. It's really good. So um, it's I did a live stream with that using it with Modular because it hand, handles high level audio. It's got CV inputs on it. Um, it's both reverb and delay in a, in one box. It's really good. Check that out. And then, um, if you don't mind me saying, quickly after this show. I'm going to do a quick live stream with the modular. I'm just going to do a jam, you know, just a quick, short and sweet one. So after this, if anyone's still around, just head over there and excellent and get stuck in. Nice one. I'm glad to hear that. Lots of creative stuff going on all over the place, which is yeah. marvellous. Uh, right. Well, let's start a little bit on. Um, uh, let's have a look. Let's. Uh, well, let's let's start with this. This is uh, Anima Fee. This is Anima Fee, your portal to new sound universes inspired from the real world, where objects collide, vibrate, and resonate. This is a physical modeling uh, desktop synth, which is rather uh, ironically, is it ironic? He's playing it from a Cold Prophecy, which also has, I believe, some physical modeling going on. <laughs> How do we know it's not that? Well, it's probably not. Don't think the Korg Prophecy sounded. An affordable hybrid monophonic synthesizer. So yeah, this is a brand, and I'm trying to think. The fact that the Korg Prophecy is there is kind of reminding me a little bit that the, that that's probably the last hardware physical modelling synthesizer I can think of that was made. Uh, it's quite unusual. Uh, I, I, actually, in hardware, I'm wondering whether there is anything mm. else that's done it. Maybe there are some modules in the Kronos or something. Rich, you look like you're. Your, your Yamaha, I think the Yamaha the VL, VL series. Yeah. Yes, thank you, Yoad. Yeah, but that yeah. I, were they after the Korg prophecy? I think so. Ah, okay. Fair I enough. could be wrong about that. I could be wrong about that time. But, but uh, maybe roughly the, at the same time, kind of thing. So yeah. yeah, not not like five years later. In any case, no. Well, uh, like well, this is a Kickstarter by. Uh, they're called Iodi. Aodio, who did, uh, they also did this, uh, um, what's it called? Sylph, Sylph, uh, uh, yeah, wind controller. And this is basically hardware physical mod modeling. Uh, you can pick it up. Uh, they're doing pretty good. They've got uh, 28 days to go and they're nearly at their uh, all or nothing. I think you can pick it up for 299 at the lowest price and then mm -hmm. going up to very, which it actually seems fairly reasonable. It's monophonic. Uh, it's got, uh, what's it got? It's got three up to three oscillators, so I guess that's kind of complexity. Uh, five effects, uh, up to eight modulators, um, and there's with various stretch goals in which I suspect they might be hitting. It's interesting. Physical modelling is, I, 
I, I don't know. Is it hard? I'm, I'm going to come to you first, Yurad, because you probably know. Is it hard to do in sort of DSP, or is it just extremely labour-intensive, as it were, in, for the for the cycles? Well, everything is hard to do. You know, uh, to do well. <laughs> Let's put Fair it this point. way. Um, but um, yeah, I like I like this uh, I like this uh, type of synthesis because it's very. Um, it's, it's there's something organic about it. You know, it's not like velocity that changes samples or or some. It's not rigid, so it's quite um, yeah, it's quite organic and responsive, and and it sounds. There are a few. I, I forget the name now. Now, but there's there's one brand that makes a pretty good uh, piano out of. Um, oh, is that ivory? Quite convincing. No, it's it's a plugin. Ah. Um, I forgot what they called, and it's it's pretty it's pretty good, you know, and it, and it's quite um, it's very responsive and. But also for for realistic stuff. But also you can you can create stuff with it that isn't necessarily um, realistic sounding, or it doesn't sound like anything else yeah. that actually exists. But sound, but does sound like in like an instrument. Whether it, it especially if it's a plucked sound or bowed sounds and and things like that. So I really like this technology. Um, I was looking at it and uh, at this particular hardware thing, and it's, uh, it looks pretty good. Uh, 300 euros. That yeah. does seem that seems quite reasonable to me for, you know, for yeah, something, it does. It something does. which um, is a unique. You know, being, is... It, it is, but being monophonic, I, like if I would get it, and I'm, I'm still contemplating, it would be for my creative... Um, Rather than than making proper music with it, I don't think because I would need something polyphonic and and stuff like that mostly will be for creating um, sample libraries like the Nexus One and things like that. So c combining it with other stuff to give it that organic flavor, uh, especially with live percussion. If you mix samples with some elements of uh, so the attack is is PCM yeah. and then you combine yeah. it with you know so for, so I would I would get it mainly for sound design um, yeah. rather than than pop kind of production um, pure pop production applications but yeah it's it's tempting. It's yeah, empty. it does look kind of good. I imagine, Rich, this would go really nicely with uh, something MPE, uh, an MPE controller for that expressivity, assuming you can map all of that stuff. I mean, details are a bit skinny on the ground at the moment, but uh, looks like it's going to March 2021 is where they're looking. It'd be nice if you could, because it does have a really nice sound, at least in the demos, and uh, and kind of unique and would be a cool melodic thing, I think. It, it yeah. seems like a very nice product. Now, if I remember correctly, and I was um, I was just trying starting to look back at it, the two ninety nine level had been bought out as the early adopters. And oh uh, yes, I beg your pardon. They're now up to they're now up to at least a hundred more than that, maybe two. Ah, uh, um, three nine nine. Which we're looking there? Uh, yeah, you got three four nine. Okay, three four nine is the next one up. Oh, okay, very good. Yeah, it's reasonable then, and. Uh, Sounds good. I was impressed. It's interesting, isn't it? The whole sort of physical modeling kind of uh, world. I don't know. Uh, Matt, um, I'd imagine a bit of yeah. modular control. Well, I mean, 
you know, once you put this into the modular world, because all of those rich harmonics and that movement have got to be something that yeah. would be quite thrilling. Well, well the, the the module that comes to mind where this is this has been implemented is and and one of the bigger modules actually is the mutable instruments rings uh, which is a physical modeling kind of building block if you like and it does a lot of strings plays on sort of membrane um kind of sounds i love all that sort of stuff it really kicks out through the mix doesn't it that sort of string resonant sounds love it really really cool so yeah this code this is a digital uh, module rings and um that code actually um mutable instruments you're gonna have to forgive me i've forgotten the name of the person uh emily uh, gilet emily thank you um <clears throat> has enabled people to use the code actually and um and then uh people have been building smaller versions of these modules that you can buy diy versions of them and also put it into um um vcv rack so it's yeah. there for you to use in the computer, I think it's fr I think it's free, or you might have to pay a little bit for the kind of mutable instruments, kind of clones, if you like. But it works really, really well in in the modular land. As I say, those sort of frequencies, those sort of resonant physical modelled pluck string stuff, I love it. And just like with this one, I, I believe rings is monophonic, but you get that pseudo polyphony going on because you get the tail of the, the the strings the decay that's what i was thinking because i'm sure i heard some some overlap there and that was what i was trying yeah. to think it's monophonic i don't understand but yeah i think you might i'm not right. quite sure maybe someone else a lot more cleverer than me can can tell me how that works but um yeah you it's monophonic yet you get the overhanging decaying of the previous notes that occur mm. so um i'm not sure how that quite happens because yeah, it makes it sound polyphonic. And that was one of the great things when I first got that module, put it in the rack. Essentially, I was able to play chords with it. And that was that was like, wow, this is really, really cool. Great Interesting. module. In fact, they do uh, give a name check to Emily uh, where it all started. Many of the available sound sources were inspired by uh, Emily's fantastic work on the mutable instrument uh, modules. So, yeah, I mean, that's... Oops, beg your pardon. That, that, I mean, that makes makes sense. And it's interesting, isn't it? These, I mean, Emily and uh, Tats and various other people, they're, they're these kind of like almost... They become these superstar coders that are kind of creating these... These the, the the starting points where everybody can start off. In fact, we've got another topic that uh, we can possibly go into. It's actually the next topic, which which kind of ties in a little bit. But this does look pretty good, and it looks like it's going to be spring next year. And again, you know, just having that sort of rich timbre, uh, and it'd be very interesting to see if there's a like we've seen with modelling generally in software. There was there was quant there've been various quantum leaps as the modelling of analog suddenly got really, really good. And so we were seeing a whole slew of things, whether there's something that's happening in the physical, physical modelling code, which is either uh, a, an advancement on Emily's uh, code base or whether there are going to be other things that create you know, slight because we we are the physical modelling is is generally stuck to kind of blown hit or twang, isn't it? I wonder if there's. I suppose that's it, isn't it? There must be other other stuff too, but uh, but uh, whether there's another thing that as as yet unfound, as it were, in the physical world, walloped. I don't know. What, what do you think, Rich? <laughs> <laughs> is there a shrine somewhere to Carplus and Strong? Uh yes, it could be, couldn't there? Yeah. But, yeah. But, well, that's the the impulse, I suppose. Um. So, yeah, uh, you can pick that up uh, on Kickstarter now. You've got until, when does it run out? When does the Kickstarter actually st stop? It stops 
28 days to go. So from now, that's going to be end of the month, I guess. Yeah, it's going to be New Year's Eve. Now, there's a drunk purchase, One. last minute purchase. I can see a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> One thing oh, I, I didn't see there is whether, I'm sure it does, but whether it has uh, presets, whether it can store yes. presets, because they, it seems like it's the dedicated ma matrix buttons. Um, yeah, I'm 63, sure a 63, of... it says. Okay. Yeah, uh, looks like you can. Yeah, one, one thing about that, that matrix sort of uh, way of editing it, if I can just jump in there, is the, it really reminds me of the Dave Smith's instruments when it was uh, Dave Smith's instruments, um, yeah. the Evolver. And that was his first sort of comeback desktop monophonic synthesizer and i bought one of those same sort of grid based layout sort of x y axis sort of thing and uh, i don't know if anyone bought one of those i regret selling mine but it was beastly i mean it had this awesome distortion you could run audio through it the filters high pass low pass filter on it sequencer on it and um of course then he developed that and he, he made the poly evolver you got the Moni, Mono Evolver keyboard as well. And um, yeah, that, that was awesome. And actually editing it using that kind of grid-based sort of XY wasn't too bad, but it was cool when people started making software editors for it. And I think I saw in the video for this, I don't know if yeah, it's that's a software one of the, editor. That's, no, there isn't, but that's one of the stretch goals. Yeah. It's uh, one on a straight. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Cause Which that's I, I suspect handy, they I might hit because if they got a month to go and they're already nearly there, then I, I suspect it might have uh, nice a nice bit of uh, in the chat room. What was it? Uh, Blackout Friday purchases, which was the drunken. Yeah. Actually, that would make a great topic. Maybe we can do that. <laughs> a, a topic: a drunk, drunk, uh, ill-advised uh, internet purchases where, as applied to music technology. <laughs> I'm I'm struggling to think if I get drunk and buy stuff. That's probably not what I do. I mean, I, I, but anyway, that's another story. Um, but uh, actually, we're on the subject of sales. Um, before we get on to our next topic, I will just bring in our Sound Toys. You've got one day left. It ends tomorrow. Sound Toys 5 bundle. Less than half price in Tower Sound Toys Connection. Sound Toys 5, 21 plugins. All of these guys. I know a lot of uh, our panelists really dig this stuff. This is another great demo by Mitch. Uh, Decapitator, Little Alter Boy, uh, there's a whole load of little plate and also uh, effects rack which provides a separate thing as well, custom racks. Uh, this is the Sound Toys 5 bundle now 229. Uh, December 3rd, if you want to use the bit.ly slash Sound Toys BF20, that's bit.ly slash Sound Toys BF20. And you can use that up until, I believe, tomorrow. So it might be a bit of a last purchase. Last minute purchase. Get drunk tonight and make it, make that purchase, eh? You get effects rack as well. Uh, also available separately at less than half price. Again, really good stuff. So uh, do check out the Sound Toys sale uh, until tomorrow. Sound Toys BF20 on Bitly. So bit.ly slash Sound Toys BF20, I think. Was, have I said that enough times? I feel like I have. Um, Don't right. drink and buy. Well, I don't know. I, I wonder, <laughs> would that stand up in court? Could you actually, could you actually say, "I want my money back" because I was drunk and I didn't know what I was doing? Could you, could you kind of? I don't know if that works with consumer stuff. It's <laughs> criminal. <laughs> I mean, criminal stuff. You can possibly no, you can't. You have to. No, I don't think. I don't I think, think they need to have anything. Maybe over Christmas, they should have breathalyzers in uh, music technology shops. <laughs> when you go in, it's like. Before, before you buy this synth, sir, can you just blow into this so I could just check how much you've had to drink? 
I think more likely they'll have a little table with some Baileys or, you know, some brandy to actually encourage you <laughs> to, to loosen up your inhibitions and bring out the credit card. Yeah, well, we'll see. Uh, well, I, as I was saying, this was sort of tied into another topic, which is... Um, well, this guy, let me see. I think we've got this. This is the new Sine Vibes, which I've now pronounced correctly. I always used to say Cinevibes. Uh, node 4 operator FM synthesis uh, oscillator type for the Korg, uh, Prolog, Minilog XD, and the MTS1. It's like a fully 4 op synth. only a short one so I will play the whole video this time I'm not sure uh, in the NTS one whether it gives you more than one voice because the NTS one has one voice which I still think is a really fabulous little uh, 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 synthesizer for the money not physically but what you get the sound wise and the effects are just marvelous uh, this is available for 39 bucks a genuine four operator synth engine in fact I've got the uh, the web page up here little node you've got 24 algorithms uh, and uh, yeah compatible with those guys and you load it in via the library and this, I mean, really I mean this is an interesting idea because obviously the Korg have just done the op 6 which is I think we've got one coming I think I got a notification that we're gonna get one in for review so I'm looking forward to taking a look at that but this is this looks kind of cool and again this sort of is encouraging the superstar code I think sign vibes would say you know they're starting to get a real name for themselves they're doing great stuff but what a brilliant bit of foresight for Korg to actually make this platform uh, developer well, I think you just you know you you only need to the entry level I think you can buy a development board for next to nothing this is I think this is really cool I'll come to you first yeah because you you know you are a, a man who well I don't know if you actually code but you are involved in the the, the coding part of things I mean I just think it, this has shown real sort of market leadership in a lot of ways and opened up a lot of stuff uh, yeah, I like the platform as and as you know, I have the Minilog XD here. Um, but specifically about this product, um, you know, this demo was trying really hard to to kind of create a modern beat with FM synthesis, which is just not possible. Because <laughs> the minute you hear, as soon as you hear those sounds, it's like 1985. Well, unless you, you know, are and, younger, then it might be brand new. <laughs> yeah, um, but, um, <laughs> you know, there's so many free um, plugins that do that, do that, like Dext and, and things like that. Um, and with six operators, even. Um, I don't know. I, I don't feel like personally I need an FM7 and FM8, obviously, which are more sophisticated and you can actually make them kind of sound a little bit more modern because they have a lot of effects and, and things like that. And they sync to BPM and, and stuff like that. Um, I don't feel that. And also the, the, the Minilog XD comes already with a, a sort of a two operator FM engine. Um, you know, I didn't hear anything that that I would that that you know that made me say, "Oh, I, I must I have need it." That. And I have must it. have that on my next record. Yeah, I, I know what you're saying. I, 
you know what I mean? So it's yeah, it's it's a nice idea and it's really cool. I mean, don't get me wrong, the the, the what Korg is doing are doing is great. The fact that they 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 open their platform to to third parties and things like that, this is great. And I've bought a few, I think even from from this brand, I don't I don't remember. Sidelines, I have yeah. I have a few a few a few things installed here. Waves, I, no, not waves. Um, I don't know. Divide, maybe. I have a. I've got a few installed here. It's cool. It's cool. But I, uh, I, but the one I, yeah, the one okay. I I use, the only one I use basically is is the one that allows you to um, to load a sawtooth file, which makes the cord the 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 mini log XD a three oscillator kind of you right. know two being. To, you know, like a mini Moog, basically. Yeah. That's the only one I use. Right. Um, it's interesting. I, I wonder, I mean, what seems to be marvellous about this, I mean, they've created this whole editing environment with that tiny little window. I mean, I think they're quite proud of that. They do mention it's the most, it's one of the most sort of fully featured editors that you can buy for a, a, an 8 by 8 LCD, which is, I guess, is a, yeah. a thing. But, uh, I mean, it shows great uh, innovation. Yeah, but that's but, quite a bit. Quite a bit of menu diving. It's yeah, not yeah. Like well, you get inevitably. very limited. You get you have two knobs basically on the yeah. surface, and the rest of it you have to to dig in and and stuff. It's not it's not a lot of fun to to program. No, I suppose not. I know. Um, Matt, have you gone for the NTS one or any of the? Have you tried any of? The, I haven't, mate. Oh okay. no, I know we've talked about it because because um the idea of using the NTS one for running you know as an effects mm. engine essentially for running stuff through. Um, but I haven't. But I tell you what, the more I'm seeing, you know, Korg really opening up their systems for other people to start into injecting other new life into it is, I've got to say, it's making me think even more about purchasing, you know, something like the Prologue or the Minilog, just all the NTS one, just just because of this, because I, I just feel like I'm getting a bit more value for my money. I'm, I'm buying not just one synth buying that does platform, one thing, yeah. but suddenly you know you inject a whole other skin into it and it's it's something completely different and that's very appealing to me these days that's really really cool and you know buying one synth that essentially becomes multiple synths and not having to buy multiple synths and have them all you know we talked about this last week's show about the cluttering and not having too many synths and stuff so I, this sort of thing is really really cool and you know 39 dollars I don't know if um, Cork get a cut of that or whatever, but um, uh, no, I don't think so. It's it, I don't think you do, they. I don't think I don't think so. To be honest, I, I'm. I just pretty... I just love this. Like you said, I just love the ethos of this. Uh, like Cork and uh, Sign Vibes getting into bed together, you know, <laughs> so to speak, to, and um, and uh, enabling this to happen because it's it's only positive stuff that's going to come out of this. Yeah. Um. And it, it, so yeah, like I say, I'm. A cold prologue or, or minilog might even be something that might be one of those well, drunken I, I, Christmas I can, purchases now. I can vouch for the XD. Uh, I know um, um, Yoad bought one. I don't know if it was on my say-so at all, but it just I think it's because it fitted in his console. I know, Rich, have you, have no, you played love, with any... I love the sound. Yeah, Rich, have you played with any of the this this uh, generation of Korgs with the with the digital oscillator? It's only a tiny bit of code, sixty four k or something. It's a tiny amount of uh, memory space. Not hands on with these instruments, and it was news to me um, when I saw this topic that you were able to load um, 
third party or or even in house um, objects into this oscillator section in this in, in these instruments. I think that's brilliant. And uh, for, effects, so the first thing effects algorithms as well. Yeah, the 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 fact that you could do that to me was just wonderful. And then uh, to Yoad's point about the sounds they have, well, yeah, there's that. Um, <laughs> they, it's not a terribly impressive sounding demo, and and then they say something about this myriad of programs they're going to give you, and and somewhere else in the literature it says that there are thirty six of them. So buying an FM synthesizer with 36 starting points is a little odd to me. Like, you should have hundreds. Um, well, it's, and, it's, it's such a nightmare to program. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah, so you guys do it. Here, send me your 39 bucks, and you guys spend the rest of your life with those four operators. Um, so, so the you know, the good news is you can do this, and it's kind of cool that if you've got 39 bucks in one of these instruments, you can have an FM section to it and use it where it's appropriate instead of for the entire track. But um, but the downside is that they really don't give you enough programs as far as I can see in the literature, uh, and they need to. Yeah, well, maybe that's – I know that uh, – well, certainly uh, the the – the Korg uh, uh, FM, Volker FM, and also I think the Op Six will now will actually load FM uh, DX seven six op patches. So that's that, that that's the sort of stuff that's really interesting. I mean, obviously this is a four op; it's a bit, bit harder, and they'd have to emulate the entire kind of uh, capabilities, which might be a bit much to ask in sixty four k of uh, code with a tiny LCD. But I get the uh, I get the drift. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if they have to store all of that as well. But Good. I mean, full marks. So, sign vibes, which I've now learned to pronounce correctly, almost took me as long as it to, to, to pronounce mo correctly, even though I do slip occasionally. Um, okay. Uh, let me see. Oh, yeah. Here's some interesting stuff. So, I, I, I mean, we know that uh, masterclass.com has been around for a while. There's the, there's the ubiquitous Dead Mouse, uh, Hans Zimmer, and there's there's more recently uh, uh, Alicia Keys. They've got a growing amount of. Well, let me just play one of these videos. That's probably the easiest thing to do, isn't it? So, Here we go. Whoa. So Timberland. This one actually makes me. If I can't talk verbally to you, my music can. He's got a great voiceover voice. Dope. <laughs> it's all about your energy, what you put into the record. So this is very much follows the flow of all the masterclass kind of trailers, which is, you know, they get somebody really famous and they get them to teach some sort of course. And it seems they do it incredibly well and maybe a tad overexposed at times, but they seem to have drawn that back. But I just thought, actually, uh, there's a whole bunch of people on here. I wonder if anybody's actually looked at any of these masterclass ones because they're they're doing, you know, deals all the time. But it's it's an interesting concept of taking that, that they seem to be the people who are doing it in the most show busy and uh, high, high definition way. Uh, Matt, you're an educator, so I'm guessing... Um, does this come up? Do you get students coming in yeah. and go, oh, no, you don't, you're telling me wrong. Timberland says you do it like <laughs> this. Yeah. Well, as an example, today we've actually got Mike Rutherford giving a masterclass to our students from right. Genesis. Right. Um, so students just are zooming in and they're able to ask him questions like, how, you know, tell me about how you did this, you? how you did that. You know, <laughs> I've, I've interviewed Graham Coxon from Blur on, uh, on stage here in front of my students. Um James Holden, Orbital, Lemmy we've had in, Public Enemy. You know, we get all of these people in. Once a week, we have a masterclass on a Friday, and uh, we put music 
uh, industry people, all walks of life, performers, songwriters, producers, um, even business, PR, and um, sit them in front of the students because it's important to get them in front of these people so they can ask these people these questions, you know. Um, and and there's a real, real value in it. Uh, we know that. And for, for me and my team who teach, it's really important that we're always involved with the industry. You know, I'm, I, I go out and play. I, I'm, I'm signed to a label. I do stuff for TV and adverts and stuff. And it's really important that I'm supported in doing that as an educator. So I'm bringing things to the table that's very current and, um, and that first-hand experience. Yeah. The, the master the masterclass.com looks great. It's really well filmed. Um, we've actually thought about getting subscriptions like this for our students moving forward so that it's another source of, um, you know, a, a, another source of inspiration and education. The only thing with some of these videos is that, and this can go for YouTube and this can go for my live streams too, is when you might be looking for a nugget of knowledge and you've got to sit through someone's YouTube video for an hour or skip forward and backwards and da 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 just to find that thing you was after can be can be really annoying. And that that's why some people say to me, Oh, why do I need to do a music production course and come come to a university when I can just find it all on YouTube? Well, you get you get to ask me directly questions instantly you will get that response and I'll be able to sit next to you and take you through specific examples. And you just don't get that with, um, through watching yeah, videos. It's, it's one to many. I, I don't think there is, you're yeah. right. I don't think there is an interactive part, uh, portion to this. It's a kind of, you know, uh, I, and so yeah, you're, you're right in that respect. It can't ever be the same. As yeah. I think if they, if someone can nail the, an interactive component into these kind of videos, that's yeah. Yeah. all day long i think that'd be really really good but that, with it being quite passive is entertaining i'm sure you'll pick up plenty of knowledge but there's no substitute being sat next to someone and going right you know how do i do this show me about this why is it my kick drum what do i do about the low end how are you using compressors inspire me just show me something that's going to make me leave this tutorial and just make me want to go back and make music again yeah i think that's fair enough i, I know rich you were sort of uh, working on the idea of doing some one-to-one -one tutorial stuff. So, I mean, I guess this is applicable as well. But again, it's the interactive side of things. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of tempted to, to try some of this stuff because I'm sure there's stuff in there. If it's filmed in an, an entertaining way, then you're going to get, you might pick up something about just maybe even an attitude or an approach rather than a kind of, if you set the dial to this, then this will happen, which is maybe not what these are sort of so designed for. I'm not so sure, but um, I, have you have you tried any of this stuff? Um, not specifically the masterclass stuff, but it does look very interesting. And I think that there's a lot of appeal there. And I think that you can't, when you're working with really creatively interesting people, then you can't plan the lesson you're going to get from what they say. And that usually picking through it is worth the time spent. Um, there are cases now that everybody's an educator and online with videos. Then there are plenty of cases where that's not the case and I give up. Um, but, but, uh, in the case of the people who they're getting for masterclass, these are people who are truly creatively interesting, and I'm sure will have lots of interesting things to say that will inform your thinking about creativity, whether it applies specifically to the task that you use to execute your creativity. And, uh, to your other question, um, I've done these, you know, I, I get, I go to universities and speak to students quite a bit and, uh have 
wonderful. Yeah. I taught at college before I uh, began working with Nile Rogers. I was teaching at college and uh, just generally, um, and I don't equate myself to these people by any means, but I'm just saying um, I've been on sort of both sides of this discussion and uh, I find it tremendously rewarding. And then on another level, my whole professional life has been a series of these just with different artists as I worked with them because yeah you get a piece of their vibe and the way they approach their particular creative strengths and weaknesses and you get a flow with them. And uh, typically I've spent a fair amount of time with some really, really interesting and creative people, thank goodness. And I'm very, I'm blessed to have done so. And so I sort of see my whole life as kind of a nonstop masterclass. Yeah, there's a couple of commenters in the uh, chat room are saying that, uh, actually, if I go there, uh, Fire Sale Studios uh, say they like the both Dead Mouse and Zimmer masterclasses, not looking for those to be tutorial, but find them insightful. Whereas Dave Kavanagh says, watch the Anna Leibovitz photography one, and it was more like an interview, really, and a kind of summary of her career. So I guess it, it, it kind of depends on what you're getting. And there is a certain amount of, I mean, they make they make the Timberland one look really compelling. Because I, I think Timberland's production and beat making is kind of, a, has been amongst some of the most innovative and unusual in the past. I know, uh, I mean, yeah, there's a, I, I, I like to think, you know, there's a couple of things that I've heard of yours that have got that just minimal uh, interesting content side of things. Have you ever been approached okay. to do that? I mean, I know you've done a few of these kind of things. I mean, have you seen any of yeah, these? Yeah, I have. I have a, I have a mix course on uh, pro audio masterclasses. Um, um, it's, um, it's, it's a very thorough kind of mix mix course. Uh, it's, it's very, it's not a tutorial, but it, it shows my approach and, uh, um but what i what i do like about uh, about masterclass is uh the cross discipline kind mm. of um option that it gives you because you can watch a film director you can watch a, a photographer you can watch uh, a chef you can watch many and sometimes it's not about the specifics of your of what you're doing and it's about getting inspired uh from someone else by someone else uh or or completely different um discipline so uh yeah i mean we have a subscription at uh, my team at waves we have a subscription but i didn't really uh, ever have had the time to uh yeah, because it's like some of them are like six or seven hours. So yeah, there's but, a but of... everyone everyone is raving about it. So yeah, it's, it seems like a, a, from what people are saying in the chat room, a lot of it is just about sort of inspiring interviews with a technical aspect to it. Timberland stuff looked a lot more structured into this. One of the things that came across about his is he starts the beat with his mouth and then just replaces everything. So he gets the vibe, gets the idea for the rhythm and then just puts all this other stuff inside it, which, and that, but tries to obviously maintain the groove stuff, you know, cause that's mm -hmm. really, that's really interesting. And it, I mean, I, I think he's one of the, one of the more charismatic beat makers, shall we say out there, you know, and he definitely seems to, to sell it well, uh, which is not a, a criticism in any way, but uh, yeah, I just thought what people thought about it. Cause I've not tried one and I wouldn't mind giving it a go. Um, and just seeing if, you know, something over Christmas, I think they're doing a deal, aren't they? And we're not in any way, uh, this isn't a promotional thing. Uh, where did I find it? Masterclass. I think they're doing a deal where you can get two memberships, which I guess is for two people for, oh, that seems to have, the screen just seems, oh, there we go. Two memberships for, I don't know what it is, 170 
14 bucks a month, two memberships for the price of one, 15 bucks a month, 15 quid a month, which I suppose, I, I think that's what it means, rather than you could just watch two classes. Does anyone know? <laughs> before, I, before I misrepresent, no, we don't know. We're, we're all shaking our heads going, I'm, we're not sure about that. Okay, um, uh, right, let's see what else have we got. Gosh, uh, oh yeah, this was actually really cool. Uh, and I think this could be something that's really, you know, as we know, Bandcamp have been yeah. doing great stuff over uh, the lockdown by doing the free Fridays, which, which, what not only so they, they waive their uh commission because Bandlab are a place where you can put your music and you can sell physical and uh, digital, and they've been waiving their commission uh, one Friday a month, I think it's been on the uh, on, on lockdown, which is actually done a couple of things it's focused creative people with a target to aim for you know if they miss maybe that month they might release on the month afterwards but it's actually a, i think it's been quite positive in many ways apart from the fact that many people dig their platform and it's worked well i mean we've got stuff up there as well but the idea that uh that that enables you to do i just want before i do that uh geo geosynth has just given uh, ah £10 for the Xmas beer fund. Thank you very much, Jamie. That's very kind hey. of you. Uh, um, but this, the, so the idea with the Bandlab stream, sorry, that was a bit of a diversion. Um, you can sell as ticketed events. Uh, they have a fixed fee. I guess it's, you know, software. You've got chat. You can sell your merch. You can sell your product. They're charging 10% flat rate, which is actually also being uh, waived until March the 31st, as I presume as they tried to grow the platform. Uh, Matt, I mean, you're a live streamer. I can see this being uh, something that maybe uh, you might avail yeah. yourself of. Dude, I'm really, really excited about this, actually. Um, first of all, Bandcamp is a platform. Ethically, they are really cool, waiving their fees every Friday. It's just it's been a great platform to be a part of and sell stuff on connecting with the fans. Really, really cool. Now they're bringing in this live streaming. Yes. I, I live stream to Twitch, YouTube and Facebook at the minute using uh, an aggregator, but this makes a lot of sense to me now. You know, if I build up, let's say enough of a following and people want to really support me, then they can buy a ticket and they can come and watch me on Bandcamp, and I can tie in. Um, so, for example, one thing that I could do, I could do maybe one gig a month, and at the end of that gig, at the end of that live stream, you get a recording, a stereo recording of whatever I did. I throw that at you, plus some other recordings, maybe some merch as well if you want to pay a little bit extra from that. And all Bandcamp are doing is taking 10% of that, and it's actually the fees are waived until the 31st of yeah. March. So, you know, I, I I think you've got to have a bit of a following to kind of um, yeah, to have oh, a go at this. But but there's there's a lot of people who have a very good following on Bandcamp, and you've only got to go onto their pages because it shows you who supports you. And some of them, listen, 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 people who go and buy and support these artists. So if they know that they can buy a ticket, and you can set that ticket to be a quid, two quid, you got ten people watching. That's 20 quid in your pocket, you know, that you didn't have before. And what you're getting if, you, if you're live streaming to YouTube, well, nothing. I mean, you can't, I can't monetize my channel until I get to a certain amount of numbers of subscribers, hours that are viewed. And then even so, you've just got annoying ads that are going to maybe put people off when they come and watch my stuff again. So here it does away with all of that. It goes direct to fans you're making meaningful money from it and you're making meaningful connections with your audience 
I love this, and I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a go. I don't know if anyone will come and watch me, no, it, but I'm gonna uh, do it. You have to at the moment they're they're not rolling out to everybody. You have to you can invite you ask to be invited on, or you set something up, and that so there is actually uh, a, ah. another step. They're not quite there yet, but I'm pretty sure you could. You know, I don't know what the criteria are. It doesn't it doesn't say anywhere. But this is kind of cool. I know, Rich, uh, that you know, that as the future of gigging is becoming, you know, it, 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 presumably, I think the future of gigging will become polarised. We'll probably get massive venues where lots of people, because lots of people make it financially viable for maybe a socially distanced audience as, a go, as against, you know, a 120 capacity place that has to go down to 40 or something. That I think this is, this sort of stuff, this idea of this niche platform, which Bandcamp are, just seem absolutely ideally placed to do this, and I hope it works. Well, I'm very I'm interested to hear your all of your impressions about it because I see people using it and I have friends who've used it and uh, Matt's uh, previous dissertation was very informative for me and uh, I'm going to give it another look. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, I we put stuff up there. I've put my my recordings up there, and it's you know, it's just a. It is. It just feels very transparent. It, I think the thing is, is with other streaming and digital download services, you just feel there's a sort of sense that you feel like you're maybe being ripped off a little bit. You know, like well, certainly Spotify. Nobody feels like they're earning good money unless you're in the billions. But I, I think streams. I'm also wondering, like, how this is going to spur on the the sort of home music producer, artists, those of us who are working from bedroom setups and things like that to start getting into, because you, you have to think visually when you're doing yeah. a, a gig, right? You have to, you're putting on entertainment. I mean, if you, if you haven't got a load of dancers and fireworks, you can't do that in your home. So what can you do in your bedrooms? You know, you've then got to look at lighting, you've got to look at hat. cameras. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. You can dress up, you can put costumes on, I suppose. There's, <laughs> There's, there's loads of plugins you can get that works with um, OPS where, you you know, you can get the Instagram filters going on and that kind of thing. Um, I'm just wondering if this is going to spur on and really start focusing those kind of modern day home music producer performers to start thinking visually and also working with cameras, camera setups, you know, like I've done with GoPros and, and a video mixer working with HDMI, you've suddenly start, got to start thinking about, you really do have to start thinking about yourself as this brand uh, and yeah. marketing and keeping that, that consistent as well. And, and that it's not just about making some music, putting it out on the internet and that's it. It's, it's, it's more than that. So I think this is going to make us all reflect a little bit more on, on what we need to do in order to push our music forward in, in a modern contemporary way. Yeah, I don't know. Interesting. I don't think. I think this could be quite a turning point. I particularly. I mean, I know I've banged on about the M1 Max, but actually, the video capabilities of those, combined mm -hmm. with like a, a launch of a new platform which is requiring video, could see a, a very steep ramp up in the kind of uh, the number of people that start adopting this, and the, and the platform could take off very very quickly. And I think it. You know, again, it feels nice that there's at the core of it. It feel what feels like a fairly okay company yeah absolutely absolutely uh, i think that uh, matt has described it very well i would just add that um i think that the the first ones to to provide a service like that are fun fun toad um which is a bit of a funny name but uh and they they provide a way to monetize from your uh from your sales and also they take a fixed percentage um so uh, 
they were the first ones to, as far as I know, to to come up with a, a concept like that. Um, Who, what's what's it called? Fan. Fa- fan Toad. Fun Toad. Okay, that is an yeah, interesting that's word. A bit of a funny name, but uh, Fun Toad. Okay. Uh, I'm trying. Ah, fun toad. I'm just, just, just loading yeah. it up to see. I'm, I'm hoping. I actually, I, I should wait before the page loads in case I've clicked on something that isn't what I think it is. But uh, it's okay, folks. <laughs> You're quite safe. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. I've not heard of them, so I suppose it's just a question of what, where it comes. But honestly, I mean, you know, I think, I think we're we're on the cusp of something because we've all been during lockdown. We've all had to sort of think about how our performances, how our art, how we reach people, how we can monetize. And you know, while YouTube is fantastic for this kind of thing, it's great uh, and and it's really good for discovery. They are getting a little bit over intrusive on the ads, and every time you know, every month you get another dis- uh, missive that says, "Oh, by the way, now anything that you haven't claimed, we're going to now stick ads on. If it's not monetized, we're going to put ads on." You know, so you kind of feel like you're losing a little bit of control there. I mean, you know, but God forbid, you know, we are in a fortunate position where we do make a little bit of revenue out of YouTube, but it's more about the ease of use and the fact that it's just we put a video up there, we know enough people will see it because we've built up a following and that's that's the thing that we've invested in that platform and shifting the shifting the goalposts all the time when it comes to commercialization and monetizing it it, it stretches that relationship that you might have with uh, any one of those things and bandcamp seem to be at the moment doing it well i mean as when it comes to the point where you know somebody one comes along and goes yeah let's buy it you know whether the, all the record companies get together and, f- and and create a huge mega conglomerate and say well we're going to buy bandlab and they just ca- decide Ooh. to cash out you know that's the sort of stuff that happens in in this world unfortunately but for now could be a good a good thing um there was one little bit of extra news which uh, Wagyu uh, pointed out in the chat room, and that is that uh, Zencore, if you own a Zencore, this is the Roland Cloud, if you own a Roland Zencore bit of hardware, you can register it on the Roland Cloud and you get a year of free Roland Cloud Pro membership, which feels like a pretty big deal. So that's just a new thing uh, that's just come up, which uh, I thought would pop in as, as breaking news. I don't know if anybody's used the cloud yet. We've got uh, our friend over in LA, Jim Hayward. He's now dealing with, uh, he's got a bunch of Zencore hardware and he's having a look at Roland Cloud for us to see, you know, because you can make patches for the Zencore engine in software and bring them in and put them on your um, Jupiter, uh, Jupiter XM or your uh, MC707. So, you know, that's kind of going to be an interesting thing. I don't know if anybody's got anything they want to add to that. Um, I just thought I'd throw it in. Has anybody tried the cloud, Roland Cloud? No, not I, no. No, not I. Okay. No, I, I, no, I really wanted to because I want to get my hands on the, the D50 plugin. <laughs> that's that's the main not reason. I. But I think that for just for that, the price they, they, they're asking is a bit much. Right, okay. Uh, well, I, yeah, no, fair enough. Uh, oh, yeah, Wagyu, and I forgot the other one. Uh, more drinks for the more funds for the Christmas drinks. It's going to be a great, well, assuming any bars are actually open. It might be, I might be sending virtual beer tokens your way so we can all have a go. Thank you, folks. <laughs> oh, sorry, Rich, you look it, like you're about to speak. You are. I am. Anybody make any uh, last minute Black Friday purchases that were interesting? Mm, that's a good question. Uh, Matt. Um, yeah, I got some waste plugins. I got the L2, L3. I got the H EQ, which I really like for its mid side EQing. Um, 
and I got the H Reverb as well, which I really like. I got Klimper, which I used actually in a live stream the other day, which helps um, people like me who don't know how to read and write music um, put together chord structures and things like that, which is really, really cool. And, um, oh, yeah, RC20, that kind of lo-fi plugin. I've always wanted that. That was on sale, so I got that. I, I actually used that in a live stream um, um, the other night and just made everything sound warbly and retro. Um, so, yeah, I spent – I might have spent about 150 quid in total, I think. Um, ah. I didn't mean to, but the, it was there were, there were good deals, basically. Mm, I know, Rich. Did you uh, did you make any any? Did you jump? Did you? How about? Yourself? I did. Ah, I okay. did jump once. I jumped at a piece of software, uh, a plugin alliance piece. Um, their console emulation of a Focusrite. Uh, oh, the ISA console. thing. Yeah, I saw yeah. you posted that on Facebook. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. It was. Yeah. It was. I have a warm spot for that console because I worked on one, and uh, we we did a whole record pretty much on one, and. Uh, Oh, what was that? Nice. Was that Metropolis? And, no, that was in a place in upstate New York called ah. Bear Tracks. Oh, yeah. Which I was owned that. by Jay from uh, Spyro Gyra. Right. The Did jazz you? group Spyro Gyra, the yep, sax yep. player. So anyway, we did a record in there. It was a bar, and it was a converted bar, and it was fantastic. Really great studio, which unfortunately no longer exists No, on they, a full Focusrite console. They took the console out of there, didn't they, and, and, and chopped it up into uh, modules, I think. I'm, I'm sure I read a story I about it. Don't, I don't know what happened to the console, but I know the house was sold to somebody who wasn't interested in having a recording studio. So uh, yeah. the, uh, the studio was done. Oh, by the um, way, we had a, rack got a quarter of, of a million dollar recording console in it. Yeah, not interested. We have a, we have a rack. Uh, Niall's got a rack of four ISA-110s, original uh, Neve-designed ISA-110s, and they sound wonderful, and they're fun to use. And uh, and I have to say that the software does remind me of them a bit. It does kind of have that kind of patina to it. Oh, so I enjoyed it. I I actually don't think I bought anything. I'm trying to think if I did buy anything at all. I don't think I, I have. Uh, no, I bought... No, I don't think I did. Yoad, I guess, yeah. The man who has everything. Did you, did you add to your collection? Uh, Software-wise, or let's say Black Friday-wise, just the Uberhausen, the Plugin Alliance um, synth, which is really good. Um, I don't know if they still have the deal on, but it was 29 bucks or something, and it's a really good synth. Uberhausen um, synth, I'm just going to see if I can look it up. Yeah, it sounds very beefy. And, it's Brainworks. Uh, it's, yeah. Yeah, but I, I think I got it through Plugin Alliance. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Uh, the distributors the brain But other than that, I I got a new guitar, cool. not a new, an old guitar, but uh that's uh, that's besides the Black Friday thing, but that kind of fills me with joy nevertheless. So Well, um, that's the back to, back I, I, to I, basics. I I haven't got anything. I feel I feel a little bit. I was going to buy a sort of fader control just because I want a single. I want a single fader controller uh, for automating volume changes in when I'm video editing. And uh, I was trying to think. I, I we had the Personas 24C IO in, which was good, but it just felt a little bit overkill because I didn't need the audio interface. Anyone recommend a good single fader kind of Mackie Huey type controller for? Uh, 
Does it, doesn't Presonus do the, the Presonus? Fader? Yeah, the Presonus they do. Yeah, yeah. But I tell you what it is. The Presonus one was good, but I saw a couple of... There's one from Icon, which ha also has some rotary pots on it as well. And the Presonus, I don't think, has... Uh, it has a jogger's shuttle wheel, but it doesn't have... Uh, Sort of send or it doesn't have as much control as uh, I I would like because if I, I might find other things to map it to so that was the only reason I just wondered if anybody had any other ideas but uh, uh, I guess uh, no all right anyway well that feels like a good way to end the show uh, we've made it to five o'clock without. Uh, without running out of topics, although it was, it was a close run thing, I must add. Um, but thank you very much, everybody, for joining us. Don't forget, if you're interested in uh, saving some money on some isotope product, head over to isotope.com forward slash Sonic Talk. Use the uh, Sonic 10 at checkout to save 10% on anything you might want to purchase from there. And, of course, we've also got the uh, um, Sound Toys a sale is on until tomorrow, and you need it's bit.ly slash soundtoysbf20. Bit.ly slash soundtoysbf20 will get you where you need to go. I think can I I might be able to plop. Can I can I do that? I don't know. Let me see. Can I just yeah? There we go. I can do that. I'll mouse it up. There we go. Soundtoys tail. So do check out their stuff as well. But that's it for this week. Uh, thank you very much, everybody. Thank you, Yoad, for joining us. Been a pleasure to have you as ever. Uh -huh. I hope are you going back to. Uh, uh, listening to very quiet mixing environment, or are you are you getting some time off now? No, I'm still mixing. Ah, still okay, mixing. okay. Well, I I wish you all the best of luck with that. And also, uh, Matt Hodson, uh, you're streaming after this. I mean, when you say streaming, are you are we talking like ten minutes or six o'clock or what's what's the actual? Um, yeah, I mean, as soon as you hit stop on this, um, I'm just going to turn around and turn. Turn this on and I'm, I'm gone so i'm on so as soon as this ends jump over to my channel if you want folks and uh, i'll be doing a live modular very hard aggressive techno 10 minute jobby and then that's it so right, yeah just uh, get thanks for having me on the show it's been lovely and it's great hanging out with my sonic talk family nice one guys Excellent. Well, lovely to have you. And also, uh, Mr. Rich Hilton there in uh, Stateside. I uh, hope you're going to have a fruitful week. I'm actually, I'm christening the uh, outdoor area because lockdown ended today in the UK, or now we're a slightly lesser restriction. So I've got, I'm allowed to have two people in the garden. So I'm going to fire up the wood burner and, uh, and, and drink. <laughs> cool. Sounds good. <laughs> Yeah, Sounds I'm looking good. forward to it. So I hope your week is productive uh, from now on as well. Thank you. Thank you very much. I really enjoyed doing these, and I love seeing you guys. So uh, it's great. Excellent. Well, that's it for this week. That was Sonic Talk episode uh, 646. Uh, over and out. See you next time. Thanks, folks. Bye-bye now.